0: Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome to
1: Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. We've got four of the amazing ladies of the Fab Five in studio. Let me introduce you. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. Catherine's purpose is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Kathleen's mission is to guide parents who have experienced the loss of a child suddenly release pain and suffering, and live in peace, presence, and purpose. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. Have you ever thought about your words, your need to be careful with your words? Once they're said, they can only be forgiven, not forgotten. Remember, your words can plant gardens or burn down forests. Do you stop to think about what you say before you say it? Not just for other people, but to and about yourself? Well, here's an interesting thought. If the words you spoke appeared on your skin, would you still be beautiful? Catherine's going to guide us today in a conversation about the words we think and speak and the importance for you to mind your words. Catherine, the mic is yours.
2: Thank you so much, Whitney. And I am really excited to jump into and explore this topic on the words we choose today with my brilliant sisters. This is often a little bit of a mental debate for me in my brain in what I'm sharing and choosing to talk about and putting it out there because like many of my sisters on here, if not all of us, We're a little woo woo, as they call us. And, you know, we believe in manifesting and the words we choose and speaking it and the power of things sort of giving energy to things and things just sort of compounding and getting bigger and bigger. So that's what we're talking about today when it comes to the words that we're choosing, the conversations that we're having. How do we speak in times when it's stressful and in times when we're winning and there's successes and it feels good? How are we handling those situations? Are we celebrating? Are we giving ourselves little woo-woo when great things happen and blessings happen throughout the day, which they do if we choose to see them and we choose to give energy to them and celebrate them? So we're talking about, how do we choose to verbally communicate in situations where we're winning and we're excited and the opposite of we're stressed and we're in fear right and how do we talk and about those situations as well which i'm 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 super excited about as i already mentioned. And so, you know, with language, (laughs) if you couldn't tell, Whitney's over here cracking up. I love you. Thank you for laughing at my jokes here. Language carries energy. And that's the power of it. The words we choose, the language, it creates an energy. And it also, words are powerful in that they align energy as well. So they're energetic, and they align energy to how we're feeling and being And showing up, which I think is super, super powerful. So one of my things that I do make it a very, very big point when there are those wins and those celebrations, whether I'm here solo or I'm with my team, taking the time to celebrate it, to give it a little woo-woo, to jump up and down, right? And to really just be in that energy of feeling goodness of feeling the win, of feeling gratitude, of feeling success, giving it the energy that it deserves, that we want to expand, right? I want to expand that energy of feeling good, of winning, of the successes, right? As it's happening, that's why I take the time to really celebrate it. The same thing happens when we have situations that we don't necessarily want to be experiencing in our lives, right? And most of us don't necessarily celebrate when things like that happen. Maybe we should. I don't know. I don't want to shut all over us, but maybe that's one way we can handle challenging situations is celebrate them. I was listening to Tony Robbins recently, and he was talking about dealing with challenges in our business. And his first question, and he was talking about this whole process of sort of what we're we're chatting about today on the show, but you know, his first question now with problems is how is this going to serve us? How is this challenge going to benefit us, the business, the mission? That is his first question. and often with how we react to things, it's like the questions that Are we're asking ourselves, or we're telling ourselves, even like consciously or subconsciously, but it like sets the perspective of how we're dealing, right? And so I thought that was very powerful, you know, a very powerful way to approach challenges is how is this going to benefit us? What good can we take out of this? So I thought that was powerful. And you still have to deal with the challenge, right? You have to really, especially big deal things. You know, I think it's important to weigh the extent of the challenge, but big you got to see it for what it is and often get into solution mode. So with all this being said, I'm super excited to explore because things that I'm where I'm growing is feeling like being in challenge, stressful situations, which I view and rate as you know high important things to be delivering solutions on and to feel, to give my energy to and solving, how do we find that balance of talking about it, communicating it verbally with, this is stressing me out and this is concerning me and I'm afraid, right? Versus I don't want to say that because I don't want it to expand and I don't want to manifest this thing that I'm afraid of, but I'm really afraid of this thing happening, right? So that is often a dilemma in my mind on giving things energy and talking about things, even though I feel like I could really use someone to talk to, right? So that truly is an area that I consistently sort of weigh and grow in. So I'm super excited to really focus on that today for the topic. Number one, if good things are happening that make you feel good, celebrate the heck out of them, make a big deal, expand that energy and number two, where I want to bring in my sisters is how do we deal with things that really are stressing us? How do we communicate it? How do we talk about it that it is stressing us, but avoid sort of manifesting it and making it bigger and bigger and bigger? So who would like to kick us
3: off with that question? So I think this the core of this question comes down to understanding creation and how it works. There's a couple things happening when... We have a feeling, but we know our words are powerful, so we don't want to speak it. The feeling is already speaking it. That vibration is already going out and creating whatever you're feeling. So just the spoken word is powerful, but the feeling is even more powerful. So and then when we resist it, now we're giving it more power. So we're like, I don't want to speak it, but, but we're resisting it. And there's a law of resistance. Whatever you resist persists. The reason for that is now you're pushing against it and more power is going into the thing you're resisting. So I always say this. Face the lion in the path. And it becomes a kitten. Right. So we just what I'll do is I'll just sit there and use it or lose it. It's okay if it works for you, it works for you. But I'll just go. I currently am experiencing this. I don't say I am because I am is the name of God, and I'm not joining in oneness with the thing I do not desire, right? So I go, I'm currently experiencing this. What is the truth I need? How can I shift this? And I just go into the stillness on it. I just go inward because the answers rise from within our heart. It's that little, still, small voice, that epiphany that you'll get. The truth is always trying to rise right and so our words are so powerful you have to look at it like this and you said woo woo but I think it's so funny when people call us woo woo because science supports everything that we do it's really not woo woo you know what logic and reasoning forgot about one whole side of the equation called spirituality and you know what They all need to work together. And so quantum physics will tell us every atom in your body came from a star. It carries one atom. Think about this. One atom divided is a nuclear bomb. How many atoms do you have in your body? 6.8 octillion. You're carrying so much power. And when you utter a word, whether spoken or not spoken, through a feeling or a thought, It affects the molecules in a star across the universe. That is the power that we are, that we have forgotten we are. And we're here and we're figuring it out and we're growing and we're learning. And so I would say don't resist it. Face that shit. If you have to get a T-shirt that says face that shit, face it. Okay? Because once you face it, it it begins to lose its power over you. Right? It does. It begins to lose its power. And if you're avoiding it, then go, huh, I'm avoiding this. Like call it out for what it is and watch it lose its power and begin to ask for truth about it. And then when you're sitting on the toilet, it'll probably come to you when your head's out of the way. That's how this shit works. Okay. So face that shit. You mean face it
2: by like what you said, like I'm currently experiencing this, call it out and then. What is the truth I need?
3: What is the truth I need? Yeah. And can we trust? Like we've all been guided. We've all been guided. We've already received hunches, gut feelings, you know, intuition, and then we act like it's not there. We discount it. We doubt it's going to be, but it shows up every time our brain gets out of the way, right? Why? Because we're not orphaned. We're part of the oneness. And you know what? We're being guided for the divine to awaken within us. And the divine is pretty damn capable of awakening me, awakening you, awakening me, awakening. It's the divine plan. And not even your fuckery can mess it up. That's what I say. Just face the shit. Sorry for all the cussing, but I cuss. But anyway, I'm not really sorry for it. I do cuss. Anyway, I'm just saying if you just face it and maybe even journal it, This is what I'm going through. This is how I currently what I'm currently experiencing. And you could end the journaling with I know I am more than this. I know I am more than this. But just face it, stop trying to stuff and hide. That never works. Never works. Can't stuff and hide.
1: I love that. It's funny that you made the comment about the woo woo. Yes, woo woo, but woo woo is science. And, and I wrote that, it was like the very first thing that I wrote down. I was like, this is science. I'll put it this way. There are people more equipped to talk about the science aspect than I, than I can. But I know it's science. It's been proven. I've read it. There are plenty of books out there talking about neuroplasticity and this, that, and the other thing and, and, and how it all works. The first example that sort of came to me as this balancing act that you were talking about, Catherine, I remember when I worked for someone else and the dread of Monday and how I was constantly always feeling on the verge of being sick, right? There was a period of time when I was getting sick at the same time every year because I was talking myself into it because I didn't want to go to work. And so as much as I can talk myself into it, I can talk myself out of it. And so this example is what came to me is about being sick, physically sick, being able to talk oneself into, talk oneself out of. I have not been sick since I left My last job. It's been over four years. And I know that a lot of it is that I'm not in that situation, a toxic situation, someplace I did not want to be. And I am now doing things that feed my soul, that feed my spirit, that I'm happy about. I'm in a relationship that I'm happy about. I'm in a place in my life that I am happy about. But there are moments where I start to feel the symptoms of something that could be something. I don't know what. I'm not going to put a name on it. And I find myself starting to have the self-talk to talk me out of it, whatever it is I'm feeling. Like if I have a a cough or I'm sneezing or something. it's like there used to be a time when I would talk myself, turn that into illness so that I could stay home rather than just stay at home, right? You don't want to go, just don't go, stay home. And now I'm talking myself out of it because I want to do what I want to do. And so I'm not just following the lead of everything, every creak and sneeze and sniffle that happens my way. I live in an area That is like known as the allergy capital for whatever reason. Something to do with the mountains and the way stuff comes and sits. It's in a valley and I don't know. Some scientific something other. And people every spring, spring, you get this, oh, I have allergies. And I never had allergies until I moved to Sacramento. I remember hearing that and I was like, you know what? I am not going to have allergies right i just like determined that was not going to be a part of my identity as someone who moved to sacramento and has allergies and so we get to we get to choose the words that we use right they come from the thoughts that we think we get to choose the thoughts that we think we may not be able to choose every Thought initially, but we have the choice to continue thinking about it. And then we have the choice of what we're thinking, the interpretation and the meaning that it has to us in our lives. And the question that you mentioned, Catherine, that you said you heard Tony, Tony Robbins, is it serving? The way I had when I was just making some notes is, are the words that I'm thinking, the things that I'm thinking and saying, are they moving me to where I want to be, right? Are they moving? It, it, is, is this serving me? Is this helpful for you to get where you want to go, the outcome that you're trying to achieve? Maybe I get there. Maybe I don't. But it, I'm going to give myself the absolute best opportunity to have what I want, to move where I want to go, to live the life that I want to live, to feel what I want to feel. By catching my thoughts, minding my thoughts, and the words that come out of my mouth so that they are moving me where I want to go rather than not. And it all starts with a vision. What is the vision that you have for you, your life, your health, your wealth, your relationships? What vision do you have? And if you don't have then it's easy to get caught with words that aren't serving you because you don't know what will serve you if you don't know where you're going any place will do and so get a vision get clear about what it is you want where it is you want to go see yourself there and then when the choices present themselves about what you're thinking what you're Feeling, what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're speaking, right? You can question whether or not it's serving that end. And if it's not serving that end, then you have to make different choices.
4: Oh my God, Whitney and Claudette, you both like speaking the words from my mouth. It's almost like I don't even need to speak in some of the areas. It's just like, just stop now because they've got it under control. Uh, we are definitely in sync here. And I also want to say that I love what you said about being sick and not being sick for four or five years or whatever you said it was. So, Whitney, maybe it's 10 years. I don't know how long it is, but I love that because I have not my body. Now this is where the, the thoughts, the words all come together, Catherine, for me. I also love to just Speak my own stories as we're talking about this because I feel like the listeners can really relate to just our day to day life. And over the past week, my body has been saying that it needs some rest. And the way that I was going to listen to my body was that it was going to require me to rest, and that included symptoms. That required me to not be on the computer, that required me to not be outside, that required me to really nurture myself and allow myself to rest. Now, this is where the words some people would say that they were sick, that they had COVID, that they had, you know, some other disease or that they had the flu or whatever it was. And a lot of people, you know, over the last week of like, do you have this? Do you have that? I'm like, no, I don't. And, and I don't care what label you put it on, what what label you put on it, I am being, I am honoring my body as it's talking to me. And while it's talking to me, I don't lay there and think, oh, I feel like crap. Oh, you know, like my nose is running or my throat hurts or whatever it is. What I do, which is last week, I literally allowed myself to lay in bed from Tuesday morning Through this morning, (laughs) and it was almost a week. And every time I did get up a couple of times, I listened to my body. I actually showered on Thursday, (laughs) and I went out and got some things that I needed to get. And then I heard my body saying, Okay, that's enough. So I honored that and came back and allowed myself to rest again. Now, I also see those symptoms as opportunity for, you know, what's coming up to go. What is in my body that's no longer serving me that needs to drain out of my body? And why, and I also ask myself, so what about this is requiring me to rest? Is there an upgrade happening? Am I, is it time to release something that that's no longer serving me? Whatever it is, I allow it. And so when I'm laying in bed, I'm not laying in bed feeling sorry for myself. I'm laying in bed actually visualizing feeling in my body the unhealthy cells flowing out of my body into the ground at the same time as my body is being charged with that love and that light and just nurturing and visualizing, as Whitney said, and feeling visualizing, feeling how I want my life to look, how I feel that like it can look or better, or and how I can serve other people by allowing myself to rest right now. There are so many things that I laid in bed and allowed and created even when my body was resting and I was nurturing myself. So I don't see myself as being sick over the last week. I've seen myself as like, okay, the universe is talking to me. For some reason, it felt like I I needed this in order to honor what needs to be honored. So how about me just nurturing and honoring myself and allowing it to be? And it's interesting that my schedule last week allowed me to do that. I didn't have to cancel anything. And that's not my schedule normally. <laughs> Normally, I have all kinds of stuff on my schedule, and there's no way that I could have taken that time to rest. So, I really do feel like when we listen to the universe, when we create the opportunity, not only in our minds and our head, in our visions and our thoughts, ask yourself the questions of what is this serving? How is this serving me? What is coming up to go? allow your body to drain out what needs to be drained out and actually almost see the 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 earth, Mother Earth, draining, sucking those unhealthy cells out of your body and then filling it up with the nurturing cells of healthy cells. And as Claudette said, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about the quantum physics and how we can heal ourselves. And that's exactly what I was doing last week was allowing myself the time to nurture my body, to to feed it the cells and the thoughts and the feelings that I wanted to feel it and, and feed it. You know, there's every cell, there's photons, pack- and I've said this before, there's photon packages of light that circle around the universe seven times a second for every single cell in your body. So we do have the power to shift the energy of the world Not only the energy in ourselves, but the energy of the world. It travels around the world seven times a second, every photon package of light in every cell of your body. Think about that. The power within that, that you have. So your thoughts, your feelings, your words all matter. And as Claudette said, the more you resist it, the more it persists, and the more control it takes. Don't resist it. Allow it. Feel it. Know it. Understand it. Ask for help. (laughs) It matters.
2: I love the metaphor around like we're talking about the words we choose, and yet, you know, on a topic, Kathleen, like being sick, right? Like right now is so many people want to place a label on it, call it a thing. What do you have? What's going on? Like it's just because coming out of, you know, pandemics and things like we're heightened around it and there's expansion that has happened because of that height. And it's all what you did, rather than really speaking it and labeling it and blah 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 blah, it's like I'm visualizing healing. I'm visualizing feeling better. Um the same thing, Whitney you're talking about vision right like what is my vision where do i want to be right to have a bit vision focus on that where do i where do i want to be where do i want to go that's that's the focus right with that so just beautiful and you know in our last few minutes here of the show because we haven't done it in a minute i'd love to hit up a round robin for a final piece of advice or insight or wisdom or aha around speaking what we choose to speak out into the world, right? And whatever the situation is that we're speaking about. And so for me, what's very present after hearing my brilliant sister sharing on this topic is to. Be in a positive, powerful, energetic state in your being, regardless of what you're speaking about, right? So if you are going to have a conversation, right, about a thing that you're working to solve in your life, before you start speaking it, visualize where you want to go, get in a powerful state of mind before you start speaking it into the universe, into the world, right? Take some time to explore the situation, explore it, get a bit clearer, get to know it better, understand the vision, be in a more empowered state of mind before you start speaking it, go within to understand it. So that is a powerful takeaway that I received today from you ladies. I thank you. Whitney, I'll kick it off to you to give us your sort of final words of brilliance on this topic.
1: I would piggyback off what you said, and it's exploring and understanding what you think, what you say, and how they impact your life and the direction that you want to move in. Pay attention to that. Right. Just keep in touch with that. And then following, you know, Kathleen's chair. Brilliant, 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 Kathleen. Right. And this concept we have of labeling things and judging things. And if we can step back from that and again, use the words or think the thoughts, say the words that then move you in the direction that you want to go rather than looking to put a label on. I know labels are easy. They're simple, right? They're habits. It's energy saving in one respect because you don't have to think about anything. But here's a situation where you want to be conscious of what it is you're thinking and what it is you're saying.
3: I love this. I love where everybody's gone. I love listening to my sister's. And be okay with where you are at the moment. Stop cursing yourself where you are, right? We despise where we are. So curse not and bless where you are, because where you are is the trampoline that will get you to where you need to be or want to be or desire to be. And then I would say, train yourself to go into your imagination and get really good about creating the new thing, right? And focusing on that. And instead of I'll be happy when this happens, Be happy and then it can happen.
4: Oh my gosh, I love all of you so much. My share would be release the judgment. Whitney touched on this a little. Release the judgment on where you are, wherever it is. Release the judgment. Be curious about what this is sharing with you and receive the message from the universe. Receive it. Don't just judge it. I mean, like really receive it. Receive what's being offered to you. And if you don't know how, reach out to someone who
2: knows. Ooh, that is powerful, Kathleen. Release it to receive it is what is landing with me. Release it to receive it. Powerful. I love you all. And I thank you for your just... The adding of the value, so much value gets added in this show. So many beautiful perspectives, and thank you. So many takeaways for me today. And we'll kick it back over to Whitney.
1: You guys are brilliant. I love you. I love this program every day when I reflect on the things that we have shared, the insight. I'm astounded. And it makes my life better. So just, I want to thank you. And then on behalf of all the ladies, I want to thank you. We want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. If you haven't already, please review and rate our show and and join us in our Facebook group and on Instagram to share how you are mining your words. Right. How are you minding your words, Uh, paying attention to what you're saying, what you're thinking and how you use words to move you where you want to go? Catherine, speaking of social media, I see lots of great posts from you about things that are happening in your world. How about you share something that's going on
2: and how our audience can get in touch with you? Absolutely. So, yes, you are seeing lots of action on Fit District DMV, social media, Facebook and Instagram, Fit District DMV. You can check out what we're doing. Fit District is a business that I recently opened, a dream in the making for many years, where we offer incredible, epic fitness experiences and nutritious, delicious food all under one roof, an empowering community of belonging good energy, good vibration. So if you are in the DC area, stop in and check us out. We're in the neighborhood of Arlington, Virginia, just outside of DC, the city. And we would love to have you come in and join us. Uh, You can find us at fitdistrict.com. Thank you, Whitney.
1: Amazing. And I saw you had The the celebration, speaking of words, right? The celebration of one of your members' 50th workout. Yes. How amazing. Yes. How amazing.
2: That was very, very special this weekend that we got to celebrate one of our founding members. She loves Fit District. She is a gorgeous, beautiful, heart-centered soul. And she just loves Fit District. And she took her 50th class on Saturday that's
1: amazing that's amazing so congratulations Congratulations. to you on that congratulations to her if you're in the D.C. area check out Fit Districts tell Catherine that you heard about Fit District from the Beyond Your Best Plan podcast let her know where you heard about her and again we want to thank you until next time pay attention to what you're thinking what you're saying remember that words matter take care.
0: The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.